0: beloved this is the hour before the wedding this is where we're at in history as we begin to move towards the Lord's return. It is the hour before the wedding. I use this analogy a lot in the Romans nine one one teachings, but when the bride walks down the aisle, she's just beautiful and all the glory is upon her. But the hour before, beloved, this is where we're at. So often the hour before a wedding It's a mess. There's last minute panic and the body is a mess. We must be honest with ourselves. Take like Nehemiah wanting to rebuild the walls. Take an honest look at where the body is because the father, if we look at John 17 as a pattern for the glory to come, if the father needs love and unity, to send the fullness of his glory, and I think we could see that pattern uh, throughout Yeshua's heart cry prayer in 17, John 17, then we must take a real honest look at where the church is so that Love and unity can be rebuilt in us. Remember, beloved, judgment begins in the house first. And as these shakings have begun, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Uh, Religion is being shaken. The world is being shaken. What did Yeshua say? Beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And these are the things I believe the Lord is going after to expose them so that the ecclesia, the body may arise during this hour. So here we are, the hour before the wedding. And you know, we've spent the last several podcasts at the beginning and of launching and introducing the Romans 911 project. We've kind of spent many of the sessions sort of introducing the whole message, laying the foundation for it. Now we're going to begin to go deeper. And we're starting uh, a new series based around the hour before the wedding. So before I begin these sessions, please allow me to address these issues of separation and disconnection in the body because they're delicate. So the reason for talking about about them and delving into them at the beginning now we've we've kind of laid the foundation and and introduced the whole concept of romans nine one one. is that these issues need to be brought into the light beloved so that we can properly deal with them there's no condemnation in yeshua but if these influences are affecting us shouldn't we want to take a deeper look at them and They must also lay the foundation for us to accept and more readily embrace this reconnection message, which is so needed as a result of many of these obstacles and issues that are in the body that need to be removed. But simply put, there's just so much for us to gain from this reconnection message that far outweighs anything else and to delve into these issues adequately i need to be very open honest and direct i need to share my thoughts and heart as a jewish believer from the messianic perspective regarding how jews and gentiles have been impacted as a spiritual family and so in these next several podcasts i do ask you for the liberty and the love to express myself from this viewpoint in the hope of helping those of us from the Gentile side of the family, God's children from the nations, to more fully understand and grasp these most sensitive, delicate issues. In a sense, we need to dig up the past to unravel it and break off any negative influences that might still be upon us, actually, that the enemy has sowed into us that really, at this point, need to be exposed so they can be removed. I really believe this is the Father's plan to plow in our hearts and minds and remove anything that is not of the Lord so that we can get a fresher, cleaner download to move into this time and be properly prepared as the bride of Mashiach, the bride of Christ. This is my goal in helping us to realize and fulfill our destinies during these last days. And my hope and prayer is that you will take this journey with me and walk with me through many of these issues and begin to identify them more clearly and learn how they've actually affected us and how the devil is still using them against us, against God's family. Beloved, it is time for the enemy and his craftiness to be fully exposed. And it's important to point out that we are not complete as a body. The church is not complete. Israel is not complete until the broken off branches. These are Jewish souls yet to be saved, both from the orthodox and secular communities, until they are restored and the full harvest from the nations has come in. This is what we're talking about here. This is the chapter that is opening. This is the door, the gateway, the passageway the Lord is beginning to lay before us for the last great harvest, for the end time power and for Israel's salvation. But none of this, beloved, is going to come without our involvement, without agreement from the earth going up to heaven that heaven's power would be released. This is the final mystery in the family that the apostle paul wrote about in romans eleven twenty-five, that we are not to be ignorant about and this restoration reconnection and realignment will complete the family and ready us for the lord's coming so beloved because of the sensitives and delicacies of these issues, we will be playing this introduction before each of the teachings. So if you've heard it once or twice, please feel free just to fast forward. Beloved, we're touching on most probably the most delicate, sensitive areas of this teaching. In the last podcast, we we brought to light that there was a measure of judgment that the the church has received when it looks back at Israel because it was called to love them and had actually worked in the opposite direction. Um, and we began to uh, expose this, but but kind of bring the the significance of understanding this so that we can begin to move in a, a greater clarity and understanding into the father's heart and there's another thing I need to bring to light because you know we've we've had now almost two thousand years of the church age um, and when we look at theology and eschatology we 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 obviously look at it from more from a, uh, if you're coming from, uh, you know, God's children from the nations, from the Gentile side of the olive tree. We're we we've been looking at end times much more through a, a Gentile lens and perspective. And and I have to tell you that the one new man is not Gentile alone, and we're never going to see clearly the end time perspective, either from a Jewish or Gentile perspective. And as I mentioned in the last podcast, only through the heart of the father. But we need to understand how this has been at play so that we can come into an understanding and and not that we're responsible for for past actions of our ancestors. But if the influences are still lingering, wouldn't we and shouldn't we want to deal with those to break those off and that's exactly what's at play here that the romans 911 project brings to light to expose and of course it 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 first it brings us into uh, a heartfelt understanding where we do need confession and repentance in this area but then it has also affected the way that we view the end times Because if we received a measure of judgment against Israel because of the way that we have the ancestral church treated them, wouldn't we have received a measure of their blindness and their deafness when we look back towards them? And I know this is a a tough pill for us to swallow here, but I tell you, it's truth. It's truth. Um, and we need to bring it to light and have the humility. Uh, there's no condemnation in Messiah. The enemy is the one that we need to expose here. And of course, this applies to our eschatology. And as I mentioned last time, eschatology is just a fancy word for our end time perspective. But it, it still applies to it. And the confusion that exists exists in how we view Israel and the church before the Lord returns. The enemy schemes, real important here, to keep the church spiritually disconnected from Israel. He doesn't care if, if the church blesses Israel, but if he can keep us spiritually disconnected, because helping the Father and the Son bring Israel back to life most probably is one of the greatest end time roles and calling for the last day's church. This also explains why we're actually unable to see the full significance of this mystery that Paul challenged us not to be ignorant to, Romans eleven twenty-five, and why many Christians actually have stony hearts In this area of Jewish evangelism, Uh, listen, we know Jewish people are not easy to reach, but God is calling us in these days to release a supernatural love to them, to befriend them. I call it lifestyle evangelism. And just uh, as you begin to build trust, love and trust with Jewish friends and neighbors around you, spiritual doors and windows open. That's what I call them and that allows the word of God to go forth. We just have to learn to help bring them back to their own olive tree instead of trying to bring them into a religion that persecuted and killed them. Just take a fresh look at Romans 11, as far as, you know, the, the Jews being, uh, re-grafted back into their olive tree. Uh, Paul really emphasizes the need to bring them back into their own tree. And that's part of our mission. You know, one of the ways we can bring and draw Israel to jealousy is just if we're walking obediently and in love and intimacy with with the Father, we're living in their, in their covenant. And something about us is going to make them curious and eventually jealous. That's how I was brought to faith. But. If we then try and bring them into the uh, uh, into the part of the body, into the Christian Church that was has a history of 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 negativity towards the Jewish people, it's so easy for the all of the work just to just to to, to just fall away. Instead, we need to understand Jews do not convert. Uh, broken-off branches need to return to the olive tree. And this is both the Orthodox and secular Jews. I'm kind of getting a carrot away from the subject today, but Jewish evangelism really, and lifestyle witness, is really such a, a fruit of this reconnection message, because the gospel is to the Jew first, and then to the nations. And as we begin to adjust and reapply these principles. They're all they're all power equations, beloved, to what the Lord is going to do in these last days as we come into Israel's awakening and to the last great harvest on the earth. The two are intricately linked and may not have been seen as such up until this time. But because of all of these influences, stony hearts and disconnection spiritually from the people of Israel as well as its Jewish roots and heritage. And I pray that we we, we never get that out of order. Uh, Jewish roots and heritage are wonderful. Biblical, Helen, that is a good, the feasts of the Lord. These are divine times that we can connect and, and there should be always liberty for both Jews and Gentiles to enter into this. But this restoration in the family is not, about Jewish roots and heritage. And many people up to this point that have been tracking in this area seem to be focused too much on that. And it can cause us to become critical of the church, a judgmental. Um, this is a place of love, greater love that we all have to move into. Beloved, this breach must be fully repaired for us to find freedom and move into this role that we will begin to assume during these end days. And in in addition, we would do well to consider what the healing of this breach is actually going to contribute to the overall unification of the church. With all due respect, The majority of the church is still confused in its theology towards Israel, with most still believing it has fully replaced Israel. And I'm I'm speaking as the, the church as a whole at this point. Some no longer see any difference in the roles of Jews and Gentiles, and others view Israel with varying degrees of significance and have not yet discerned the fullness of this reconnection message or Our unique roles that we are to move into in God's end time plans to restore his church. Beloved, we must, we are the light in the world. The light must arise out of this ever increasing darkness. And this is is one of the, the major parts of the father's plan is to rebuild this love and unity that he can release the greater glory on of us. Some believe that Israel and the church will remain separate until after the Lord returns. Some even believe that Jewish people do not need to receive Yeshua to be saved. Oh my God, I think they call that dual covenant theology that the Jews have a separate covenant. Beloved, the gospel was given to Israel first. Look at Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34. Behold, Israel, I will give you a new covenant and it will not be like the one that I made with you in the desert that you broke, but one where your heart will be circumcised, where each of you will know God for yourself. What does that sound like to you? If it's not the gospel it was given to Israel first, Israel took the gospel out to the nation so that God's children could believe in Yeshua, become one with Israel. And that is the beautiful one you man that the Lord made. That is the beautiful one you man that had the glory of God upon it in the first century. That is the one you man that Rome could not contend with. And so now the father looks to restore the former glory for the latter glory. Beloved, there's a cleansing process that we must submit to now. Again, for I have given you all over to disobedience that I may have mercy on you all. And look at that word mercy in the NIV, in Romans 11:32, and then look at it in Romans 12, 2 in view of this mercy the renewing process has something to do with this renewing perspective this restoration in the one you man that the father now brings and it is a glory key it opens the door it's not the be in the end all But it is the epicenter and is foundational to John 17, love and unity. And when we fully get that, it will change the way we do things because the gospel is not just to the nations. It is to the Jew first and then the nations. And as we realign this principle, look out, devil. The Lord is coming with his power. The Lord is coming with his glory. Hallelujah. I'm getting excited. The very apostle to the Gentiles, Paul, couldn't have been clearer on this issue, even to the point of offering his own life for the sake of Israel's salvation. Take a look at Romans chapter 9, verses 3 and 4. Beloved, our role now in the church is a vital one to God's end time plans. And in this full cycle of God's family returning to Him. God used Israel, in this case, the apostles and the other Jewish believers to bring us that life. And so now in turn, to complete the family circle, God's children from the nations Will breathe that life back into them. That's Ezekiel 37, 9, 1, 1, 9 through 11. It's not God that calls on the breath, calls on the winds to release the breath. He tells Ezekiel to do it. And we are that generation that he is calling to from a reconnected, restored one, you man, that has no division in it that those cries would go up and that the mercy of God would be released through us, through Jewish lifestyle evangelism and witness to begin to intercede and, and stand in the gap for supernatural unveiling of the Jewish people to come. This, beloved, is a major part of God's end time plans. And as we... Focus, it it's 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 somewhat of a paradox because it's the smallest amount of people that we need to focus on. Yet as we do and as we align the church and kingdom principle in the way we pray and the way we think and the way we teach, it's a power equation. Said Roth always says, if you want, if you want the gospel to increase to the nations. Pray for Israel. It's, very, it's a simple way of, of putting it together, but, but it goes deeper than that because there's a spiritual reconnection and the Father's looking for this cry to go up to the heavens, but it can't come from a reconnect, this divided bride. It can't come from a a, a bride that is separate. It needs to come from a bride that's been reconnected, that has love and unity flowing through it, that those cries would then go up, that this baby Israel that doesn't even want to be reborn, read the first chapter of my Ezekiel generation book that will explain the prophetic message of, of how uh, how Israel is to come forth through the labor and the pain and the birthing of the church. This is our core beloved in this day. And so what the father asks us in this time is the same thing he kind of asked the Jewish believers. The part of Israel that established the church, that laid down the first foundation for the ecclesia. They gave their lives, beloved. Some of the apostles hung upside down on crosses. That God's message through Yeshua would go out to his children in the nations. And now the call and the tables are reversed. And so He He calls on His children from His nation from the nations he says, will you lay your life down for my firstborn children? Will you lay your life down that my covenants to restore them will come to life? Will you allow me to complete the family circle through you, beloved? That Israel would be reborn. That the glory of God would be poured out. That the great harvest to the nations would be loosed. That I can actually return to you. And I say that in, in the name of, in the name of Jesus. Beloved, next week, we're going to look at how we can do this through the heart of the Father. Join us. Please join us at that time. And until then, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love from Yeshua,
1: from Jesus. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email, join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together, and most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm. And view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age, in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith, and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project. To bring the message forth to help us blow the holy shofar to awaken the greater church into this restoration now is the time would you pray to give high to give life to the reconnection to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of god to fund the romans 911 project we have created the give high life campaign Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, Please visit our website at Romans911.org. It's easy to remember. Romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 Project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.